0: Y'all welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I am your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I'm going to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. In this episode, number 306, you better watch out. You better not cry because we're going to help you not mom alone when it comes to Santa. My virtual assistant Sarah Jane and I are going to present a Santa spectrum, if you will, based on our own experiences as children and how we handle the band in the big red suit with our kids. We both would like to keep Jesus, the main reason for the season, but we also want to offer some options so that you feel like you can address the topic of St. Nicholas and Santa with your kids without feeling like they are missing out or that you're lying to them or all the other fears that we heard from our listeners. Let's get right to it. Here we go. Okay, Sarah Jane, are you ready for this? I am ready, (laughs) I think. (laughs) Okay, you and – well, we did talk about this last year, but it was on Instagram Live and then – I don't know how to save it. And so
1: we're doing it again. Instagram gremlins, I think yeah, is the they, answer, stole it. Really. they
0: stole it. But it feels like what my hope is. And I think you agree with me is to take something that can be uh, made into a bigger issue. We want to shrink it down into its proper place and allow a mom and her family to decide for herself how she wants to handle Santa. Yep. Old St. Nick. <laughs> Here's your earbud warning. If you haven't figured this out and you have children around, you may want to like wear earbuds this time and not blare through Alexa or something. Don't
1: broadcast this. Yeah, just yeah. in case.
0: So uh, we asked uh, the Instagram followers, like we were curious. Have you already made a decision on how to handle Santa or not? Are you unsure of how to handle Santa? And forty percent said they were unsure. So we're talking to y'all. We want to help you figure out Santa or no Santa. Are there alternatives? Are there compromises? How do we interact with other people when they make a different choice? That's what we're going to talk about today. What do you think?
1: I mean, I think it's a really important topic to discuss because there's a really big popular movement in this country that's very about Santa um, because that makes it available to everyone and it doesn't make it a specifically faith-based holiday anymore. So that makes it feel weird as in if we celebrate Santa, are we not celebrating Jesus, you know, are they in competition? Yeah. Well, what's interesting is I saw Kristen
0: Bell who is not a faith influencer say that they don't
1: do Santa. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I know. So is there a movement even amongst like all do they parents. do um,
1: Princess Anna and Princess Elsa instead? Right. Prison? Exactly.
0: <laughs> or I feel like there's just this movement of p- parents don't want to lie to their kids about anything. Like mm. any kind of the mythical, you know, tooth fairy, Easter bunny, kind of any of that. So we just we tell the truth to our kids. We want to have trust with our kids. And so
1: we don't do any of those things, faith or not. So I think that's interesting. Yeah, that's a good point about wanting our kids to trust what we say. Well, we asked them to tell us the truth too. Yeah. So, Well, and I'm curious, like
0: my, pa- I, we did Santa growing up and I didn't struggle with like that. I didn't feel that they lied to me or I didn't feel like because we did Santa, I don't believe in Jesus or like maybe Jesus isn't real. I didn't struggle with that. I know there are stories of people that do, Um but I'd love for you to tell a little bit about your story because that's why I invited you on is uh, because yeah. you and I don't. Handle it the same way, and so yeah, we need a variety. And of we
1: didn't things. grow up the same way, but no. I would love to preface it with again, as we've talked about before, even some decision that we make as parents about whether to celebrate Santa or not. You know, God is bigger than that, so what wherever you end up landing on this topic, just remember, God is on his throne, it's gonna be okay, yeah. Um, and I think yeah. it becomes it comes down to just a family tradition, and you know. How you guys want to celebrate? So, me personally, um, I grew up not celebrating Santa, um, and as a part of like the Baptist faith tradition. Uh, but my parents just really weren't into it. Uh, my mom liked to call him the Gimme God. <laughs> it was all about what you could get. Like, what yeah. what can I get? Everything's about writing a letter to Santa. The focus on getting some toy from Santa. And she really was maybe more an influencer as far as like not, not doing that. I feel very infamous being like a second grader and one of our writing assignments was to write a letter to Santa. And I refused to do it because okay. I told him he wasn't real, which is really not, what do you do? not what, not what I have told my kids to do. <laughs> Right. So I wrote a letter to Jesus, like the very sassy girl that I was, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I could get the assignment done. What so, did like, you ask Jesus for? That's what I. Want. I don't remember I what my that. second grade self asked Jesus for. Okay, <laughs> probably to not have to write dumb things in school. Oh, um, right. I'm with you. Yeah. So I didn't grow up with Santa, and we don't. We still don't celebrate Santa um, as I've had my own family because. It just imagine like not growing up with it it's that much weirder like people who did grow up with it it feels really normal but if it's not a tradition you've ever celebrated it feels like a weird thing to start doing yeah. that makes sense and you married someone who was fine with that I did so my husband was the opposite he believed in Santa till he was like in junior high and felt really hurt and like mistrust. Betrayed. B- yeah. Betrayed. Thank you. That's yeah. the word. Betrayed a bit by his family when he did find out. So so he was cool. He was like, yeah, I'm Yeah, he was like, bitterness. yeah, I don't want to okay. do that to my kids. It's awful. <laughs> um, okay. okay. So again, we can all fall in different places on the Santa spectrum, if you will.
0: <laughs> well, and like you were saying, some of the comments we got from followers is the fear of like I'm afraid of lying to my kids. I'm afraid that they won't believe Jesus is real and all of those things. And it's kind of like, we're going to make choices in our parenting Santa related or not that are going to impact kids differently, that things that are out of our control. And so rather I I feel like any parenting I decision I make out of fear doesn't usually go well, but if we make an informed decision, like this is just what I think is highly valuable to us. And so if you've ever sat down and written out your values for your family, whatever they are, See how Santa fits into those. Like if having that tradition is super valuable to you or a spouse, I think honoring even a spouse's tradition in that, how can we have a compromise about doing Santa?
1: And this is one month out of the year, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and even of that, maybe a couple weeks, really. It's not like we're like praying to Santa or not. You Know, so you write a letter, you get a stocking gift, it, it can be as minor as that. You yeah, know, there is. A I spectrum. who don't celebrate him, you know, who <laughs> can see how you could do that without it being this like major thing.
0: I think that's the key is that sometimes we put in buckets of Santa or no Santa, which I think we're even titling this, <laughs> but it's like <laughs> there's a spectrum of how Santa is celebrated, and I think for um. Myself and my husband, again, it helps when you're aligned, and I know some of you, that's not true in your homes. But for my husband and I, all of these different holidays were celebrated with a primary emphasis on the Christian faith and a an adjacent or a tertiary, even like a little bit of the cultural tradition tossed in there. And more for just the fun factor, less about, I don't feel like in any of the holidays, did the cultural aspect rob the faith aspect, but it was just like a little tiny dollop on the top of the whole thing it, or not even the top, just like on the side, just a little dollop <laughs> on the side of the plate. Just uh, like some leprechauns yeah. with your, with a little bit, just a little bit. So, I mean, it wasn't overly emphasizes what I'm saying growing up. And so if for your family, you don't want to completely dismiss Santa, but you want don't want to make it overly abundant. There is an option to dabble.
1: Yeah. There's there's several spots, several ways to incorporate Santa into your family's tradition and it not be like 100% Santa, right? Yeah. So
0: ours was that, and I mean, this is how we handled it with our boys. Now, I have some boys that are high schoolers. They're fully aware that this is um, not a currently real person.
1: Spoiler alert.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was one of the comments. I was almost like, everybody knows he's not real. (laughs) Anyway, so we're past that stage. But our thing was, do you want to play the Santa game or not? You don't have to play the Santa game in our family, but if you want to play, here's how it goes. We will visit Santa and you can tell him what you want. Some years we don't even visit Santa. Some years we go to half price books and there's a Santa. I mean, whatever. It's not like we have a tradition of we always go to the same Santa. Some people do. Mm -hmm. And then it's like a little thing to us. It's not our biggest gift. It's like a little thing that would be for my husband. It was always in the stocking. So the stocking gift. You can make it whatever your thing is. That is a nice compromise between you and your spouse. And if our kids wanted to opt out of getting a tiny little gift, that's on them. They totally don't have to. The other thing that we did was when we, if we went and saw Santa, I really reinforced how fantastic it is that Santa, you know, the whole naughty, nice thing Mm -hmm. You're nice. You get a present. If you're naughty, you don't. I said, Oh my gosh, isn't it so great that God doesn't work the same way? that it's because we're so naughty that we got the gift of Jesus. Like it's the opposite. So I would use it as a teaching moment to reemphasize the glorious grace of Jesus instead of thinking, well, I can't do Santa because it takes away from the grace of Jesus. I'm more like, this is how the world is operating and mm-hmm. the good news is we have a different option. And so We're
1: all on the naughty list. <laughs> we're all on that list. If we want to say. <laughs> and there's
0: nothing we can do to move over and so God says yeah. because you're on it I'm Jesus is going to like wipe all that clean and put you all on the nice list. Like Yeah. That to me is one way that you could if you want to, but some people are like why even bring Santa into the mix? I know these holidays are going to be a little tricky. We want to stay connected to the people we love, but we also want to keep them safe. Well, I have a fantastic gift idea for you. It is going to be a home run for your loved ones, particularly grandparents. If you want to stay connected, check out the Skylight frame what it is is a 10 inch touch screen that you can set up in 60 seconds you just connect it to the wi-fi and anyone in the family extended we even have in-laws in london they can send pictures to the email address that you get specific to your device and the pictures will show up on the frame so cool we got one for Bruce's parents and they love it. And my kids, when they are over at my in-law's house, love to see all the different pictures from all the years and they can touch the screen and love a picture actually, I get comments from my in-laws saying, would you send some more pictures? I mean, they really love it. And the best news is I have a deal for you. With a special offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter the code DMA. That's right, get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame. Just go to skylightframe.com and enter the code DMA for Don't Mom Alone. That's Skylight, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T, F-R-A-M-E dot com. Promo code DMA.
1: But here's the thing. We had one listener ask, like, when do you tell your kids about Santa? But I mean, you just drive down the street at Christmas time. You just go to a store at Christmas time. I, for a while would be like, Oh, he's like the Christmas guy. Like my (laughs) kids are like three and four. (laughs) But like, you can't avoid Santa. You need to, I feel very passionate that you need to find a way to address the Santa in the room Yeah, because they're everywhere. (laughs) There's inflatable Santas, you know? (laughs) Well, and I love how
0: you do it. And I think that if you all are in a place where you're like, we really don't want to overly emphasize Santa, but he's everywhere. And so how do we do that? Um, I love how you focus in on St. Nicholas. So tell everyone about that.
1: Absolutely. So as it became apparent that it was not something i could easily avoid <laughs> yeah. yeah i went looking for a way to sort of separate santa from christmas and give him his own sort of day and it turns out there's already a day for that it's saint <laughs> nicholas day it's a it's a church holiday And uh, while we don't really celebrate saints in general in our faith tradition, it's just a way of recognizing someone from the Christian faith who was a big influence, right? And so mm-hmm. Saint Nicholas was a real person. Yeah. Um, and getting to celebrate that, and it's on December 6th. So it's in the same month, which is very helpful. <laughs> right. Post Thanksgiving. So there's so, no yeah, guilt. After Thanksgiving, right? pre-Christmas, yeah. he gets his own day. We talk about the historical person of Saint Nicholas and what he did. And what's interesting is that he was all about giving. I mean, that's what's you know, inspires part of the gift giving of Christmas because while we're celebrating Jesus's birth and the wise men gave gifts, there's not like a, there's nothing in the Bible about how to celebrate Christmas and Christmas Mm -hmm. is not really in the Bible either. It's a tradition that celebrates the historical St. Nicholas who um, gave Two people in secret, and one of the stories or the myths, the legends about him was that he would give money to people, especially um, a story about three women who wanted to get married but had no money for dowries. So instead of giving it to them directly, he wanted to not make them feel embarrassed. He would throw bags of gold coins through their window or down their chimney, different stories. Um, and it would end up somehow in their, their stockings that were hung up by the fire to dry. There is, you get some of those interesting, like, background information on, like, why do we have stockings? And, you know, some people give gold coins or chocolate coins. So that's what we do. We just kind of looked up information about St. Nicholas. Um, there's a couple really great resources um, that I would recommend. There's a, a website called the St. Nicholas Center, and it has all the background information on who he was. Um, there's lots of great books you can get from your library. I really like The Veggie Tales. Is it What's in the Bible? I was just trying to remember that. So there's two different shows that um that I, that I we use. We use The Veggie Tales, St. Nicholas, which is a story of joyful giving, and then Buck Denver has one too, and it's like a small part of the bigger show, which is Why Do We Call It Christmas? Yeah. But both okay. of them talk about who was St. Nicholas. He was a guy who gave – To people. He loved others like Jesus. It's like reframing him as a person who gave to others because he was a Christian. So we celebrate that. We talk about him on like December 5th and 6th, and then my kids put their shoes out in the hallway and they get little chocolate gold coins that I buy at World Market in their shoes. And that's like our little homage to Santa. And anytime we see Santa, sometimes you're like, oh, look, they're celebrating St. Nicholas. And we even use that term instead. And my kids, of course, love it. Who wouldn't love getting chocolate coins in their shoe, you know? (laughs) Eat the chocolate
0: coins. Like our shoes are real stinky. Like teenage boy stink. I'm going to need to get like fake (laughs) shoes that have never been worn
1: good point maybe is they could you, you, clean clean you have like princesses Instead. I'm just
0: saying like we need I do some I have new... all
1: girls yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. not stinky no yeah. ours are like so they're bad young. y'all I mean
0: <laughs> woo no okay but, so, so I, that's I how love we that do idiot. it and we no, just
1: celebrate that. that on the 6th and give him his day and then the rest of it is really about Jesus and we do celebrate Advent as well and that helps us separate like all of this all of these things that are being poured into December yeah and we just had that episode so y'all check we it out we
0: did Uh, So many options. That's the trick, y'all. So many options. The key is that you are the curator. I want to empower you as moms that you don't have to just do what all your friends are doing. You can make it your own. And I think these are great ideas on how to stay grounded in the biblical faith and yet let your kids have fun and (laughs) have some wonder and some joy,
1: particularly in
0: 2020. I mean.
1: Absolutely. Well, I just think one of the things about St. Nicholas was that it was about giving in secret. So um, you can give to your neighbors or to someone you know in secret because you you can't be with them in person right now anyway. <laughs> so, you know, leave them something on their doorstep, you know, yeah. or um, send someone an anonymous Christmas card or something fun like that and make it about giving and not about writing a letter to get things, you know, like yeah. I just think it's so fun. Yeah, my friend Courtney DeFeo years
0: ago uh, started this Light Em Up movie. Yes. She has all these ideas, and you can go to her site. There's so many
1: great ways, and kids love that. Oh, they they thought it was so
0: fun, very memorable, yeah, when we did that, when they were little. I mean, gave candy canes out at Toys R Us like one of the weekends before. Mm -hmm. There's no Toys R Us now, so whatever. (laughs) The secret giving is fun because, I mean – you could drop stuff on doorsteps. I just got some unicorn popcorn from my friend who just oh, dropped it on man. my doorstep. Like that's a really, you feel seen in a really can be hectic time. And I mean, I think more of us have gotten to know our neighbors through all of this. So absolutely. It's not odd to like give them a gift maybe this time of year. So I love, I love all those ideas, Sarah Jane. So I'm curious. Cause some of our listeners were, they were like, how do we coach our kids on responding to people? Like if we've decided not to do Santa in the traditional way yeah. and something like, like, hey, are you going to go visit Santa? And the kids are Don't like, no. Uh, Don't do what no. second
1: grade Sarah Jane did, <laughs> which was to be like, well, he's not real and I'm not going to write a letter to him. Well, um, so how do
0: you coach your kids? Because this mom was like, they sound rude when they're like, uh, yeah. no. I mean, I, that was my rudest I could think of. But how do you coach your kids to not quote unquote ruin it for other kids?
1: Right. So, I mean, we just kind of say, hey, that's just not what we, we don't really celebrate Santa the same way everybody else does. Sometimes I might say, well, we celebrate St. Nicholas. And just imagine that they're, I mean, your kids are probably going to school with people who don't believe in Jesus and they're not yelling, Jesus isn't real, back at them. You know, it's okay for us to have a spectrum of faith to some extent or with Muslims or are people of the Jewish faith? You know, there there is a spectrum of what kids understand, even that their family celebrates. So I'm like, hey, let's not talk about it unless someone brings it up. And you say, oh, that's really cool. You don't you don't have to give your opinion, even though like some kids really want to. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and you can kind of fill out which kid you have that might be the one that's more <laughs> likely to argue right. the point, um, and then you know maybe give them a little extra coaching. I did tell our elementary teachers. Um, and I was a little more like fiery about it at first. Cause at first, my first like experience with like a, our public school was like before Thanksgiving, when my oldest was in kindergarten, they got a call from Santa oh. on the phone telling them to be good in school, which was totally like the teacher's ploy to yeah, yeah, get them to listen. There, and yeah. I was so frustrated that they were pushing Santa on my child. I was like, that is-. so I was right. like, hey, just so you know, we don't celebrate Santa and to assume that everyone does is kind of rude. Yeah. I've That's kind of calmed point, down. Though. I've backed off of that a little bit and just yeah. been like, hey, you know, it's a it's and I like the the terminology that you use. It's just a game that people play, but it's not kind to of ruin the game for others, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind yeah. of where we are now and I talked with all both of my older two this morning to say, "Hey, Clay, how do you feel? Do you feel like we're missing out by not celebrating Santa?" And they're like, "No, we celebrate St. Nicholas. It's fine. It's not gonna be a big deal." Yeah. So I feel like because they have a place that they the a box they put him in. Yes. I think they, that's they key. They kind of know how that works. Yeah. I think completely
0: ignoring is feels like not an option because it's kind of not <laughs> Unfortunately, you live it's in America. Not. It's All everywhere. All the movies have Santa at Christmas time. It would be really, yeah, I think it's just helpful to keep that open. And kids are, you're going to have those kids in your family that are going to be more curious and you put up a boundary and they're going to be like, it's really <laughs> going to entice them to want to jump over The that. rebels. Yeah, um, we know. I mean. The
1: questioners. Yeah, but you yes, know which kid that is. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. So, it, I mean, if you take away that mystery and you are already kind of dabbling, I think it just makes it a moot point. Like, Oh, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's a thing. It's a side note and it it keeps them from making it bigger in a Mm -hmm. negative way. Like it's like, and we don't want to make anyone
1: feel less than because they celebrate Santa either. Like that is not our heart. It's just not what we want to focus on.
0: If you're looking for another way to stay connected with family, I think sharing the legacy of our family has become even more important in these times as we look back to what our parents and grandparents have walked through to give us encouragement and hope in what we're walking through. Well, I have a great option for you. It's a way to share their story and their memories using Story Worth. What it is is an online service. It helps your loved ones share their stories through these thought-provoking questions they get via email. So every week, StoryWorth emails your family member a different prompt. Things like, how has your life turned out differently than you imagined it would? Or have you ever pulled any great pranks? Then their answer gets sent to you, it gets compiled. And after a year, StoryWorth will put all these stories together, including any pictures that you want in a keepsake book that ships for free. Such a unique and clever way to capture these stories from grandparents uh, and loved ones so give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with Storyworth get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com/dma for don't mom alone you're going to get $10 off your first purchase that's storyworth.com/dma to get $10 off so one of the uh, followers said, how do you handle if in-laws or siblings or someone else in your extended family is really against Santa? Or we had some people who were like, they really celebrate it big. How do we navigate that and respect, ba- like, if, especially if they don't respect boundaries and they just assume that we're going to do it the same as them?
1: Yeah. You add that. Well, so my, my in-laws are, are more pro Santa. Um, more traditional Christmas, and so what we've been there with them on Christmas before. Some if we we're celebrating before Christmas, when there's still like a Santa photo opportunity, we don't really do Santa photos at all because it's just not a big deal to me. Right. Um, but if they wanted to go and do that, I would be like, "Okay, guys, we're gonna go take a picture with that Saint Nicholas guy." It's just something that people do at Christmas time you know, it's not make a big deal out of it. And I would quietly, I have talked to my my mother-in-law and say, hey, you know, just so you know, it's not something that I grew up doing. Often that helps start the conversation. Like, I think it's kind of weird that people write letters to Santa. I know it's a tradition, but it's not my tradition and it's not how we're raising our kids. It hasn't like become a big, you know, upset or anything like that. And I, Again, I don't. I want people to feel loved. So if they want to go take, they want pictures of their grandkids sitting on Santa's lap. I'm not going to be like, "That's the worst thing." No, we're not doing it. I'm just going to, oh, okay, well, we're going to go do that. It's not a big deal, right. and not not make them feel less than because they want a picture of their their grandkids with Santa. But I guess that really depends on, yeah, it's her personalities dependent. and the strength yep. of the beliefs.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's it can be it can be touchy and. Um... Yeah, I think a lot of prayer and a, and I think leading with love, like you just said, is whatever I'm holding, whether it's I think this is a bad idea or I think this is a good idea. If that idea is trumping my relationship, I need to take a step back and say, is this worth hurting the relationship over? It's a tradition. And I think some people were like, what's the harm? your kids are only little for such a short time. If it's something Mm -hmm. that brings them joy and wonder and it's fun, why not do it? And I think, you know what, if that is your value, that is fantastic. Do that. Mm -hmm. Like it is fun. And I will tell you that it goes away. My kids are older and they don't believe in that. And you know what I mean? Like that's only yeah. for a tiny season of their whole life. And like you pointed out, it's only a month in a whole year. So I personally didn't think like it took away from their faith because all year we're talking about Jesus. And we're not just talking about Jesus at Christmas time.
1: Absolutely. We're going
0: to church. We're doing Bible studies there at a Christian school. Like they know Jesus. And so Santa was like a tiny blip in a whole year. So I don't think if your fear is that it will overwhelm their faith, faith because Santa's so big in a time where we're celebrating Jesus. I didn't find that to be true in my own life or in my kid's life. So I just want to give you peace about that. If that's something that you've been fearful of, but again, it is, this is not a make or break, not a make or break. You want
1: to keep it light and it's about celebrating. Um, and, and, and making memories. Like you said making memories and loving others where they are wherever they are in the santa spectrum
0: <laughs> yeah, and so one more thing before we go, I want to say like if you've decided that that is not your family's value, I would say spend some intentional time coming up with your alternatives like Sarah did with St Nicholas Day whatever your alternative is. I have friends that they never did San- they didn't do Santa at all with their kids, but they have some really great other traditions that they do as a family, and I think having warm positive like we all come together and do this together whatever that together is is the most valuable part of the holidays so whether it's you all get together and you act out the nativity story or you all get together in one family they did like their own survivor game whatever it is that you do that <laughs> all together biblically based or not that's where you're going to, because you're not f- just following the culture, you're going to need to be creative and think of alternatives. I also wanted to mention an alternative. Um, if you're seeing like all the Pinterest posts about Elf on the Shelf and you Oh think, my word. <laughs> well, you know, feels some people a, like my- a little
1: heavy handed. <laughs> well,
0: my, my brother and his family, they love it. Like they get really creative. They have older kids. So they know it's not actually- watching them it's kind of again it's like a game it's a game that they play and he's he has a lot of fun setting up the elf on the shelf around the house every (laughs) night now for me that's a little stressful but we had a shepherd on the search shepherd on a search is that it is that what it's called anyway he's a shepherd we
1: do we do star from afar there are lots of things out there
0: (laughs) we have both we had the star and the (laughs) shepherd but when my kids were littler that was kind of fun to move him around and like they would find him. And when they woke up and that's just something not to add Aww, burden, cute. but it's on a search. It's our search. Yeah. It's a, isn't it day?
1: It's really cute. Yeah. That's what it's called. I'm just, I just wanted to look up and see what that looks like. <laughs> it's
0: just like a stuffed um shepherd with a little staff and you can do the same thing you would do with an elf on the shelf, but he is looking for the star and the star of course is over Jesus. And I think Christmas morning, you have him, by the nativity set, or by the something. nativity, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's options, options out there. Get creative with your friends. I think that the key is figuring out, like I've said a thousand times, your family's values and knowing that there are ways to maneuver, and you don't have to 100% follow culture. You don't have to
1: 100% cut Santa out. So, yeah, I think that's that really helps put it in perspective. You know, Mm -hmm. Santa has a place in Christmas. There isn't really much that we can do about that. It's just the stories that we tell in our family and the traditions that we choose to have. And I think it's a gift to get to choose how you celebrate. And it's okay to change your mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Even as Tish mentioned in the um, Advent episode, you can get to where you start doing a tradition and you're like, this is not life giving anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. but you know what? I think kids are okay with changing. Like yeah. it, it's yeah. like, Hey, guess what? We're going to do something new this year. Yes. We're going to celebrate St. Nicholas day this year, or we're yep. going to, and know, that is a good go pivot. Santa. For we're going to go acknowledge Santa. Yeah. With our masks on or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it's what okay I was wondering to change your mind. Yeah. And include something new and make a new tradition. So. Yeah, be feel empowered to to make those decisions, to try them out. And if they don't work, don't do them next year.
0: <laughs> yeah. For those of you who are like, I am now not a believer and I wish I hadn't started, pivot to St. Nicholas Day and then, you know, move forward from there. Like, slowly back your way out if that's what you <laughs> no. want. If that's your value, like, do that. Thank you, Sarah Jane, for sharing your story, your experience, and how you handle Santa with your kids. If y'all have thoughts, um, opinions, do you think we'll post something on Instagram? People can- get. <laughs> Can comment,
1: Sarah Jane? I feel like it's going to be less hot button than the election. So okay, let's well, all there talk you go. about Santa instead. Yeah, there
0: you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thanks, y'all. Have a great rest of your week. Adios. If you are a regular listener of the show, then you know I'm a huge fan of Prep Dish. Their meal plans are helping busy parents save time by prepping meals ahead of time with real food ingredients. And when you sign up for Prep Dish, you're going to get an email with a weekly printable grocery list and recipes for your week. All you have to do is follow the grocery list and the meal prep instructions, and your family's going to be enjoying tasty, healthy meals like pizza soup or slow cooker garlic mojo pork with mashed sweet potatoes. Get in my belly. Yum. This week, I have a very special limited time offer for you. Preptish is having a huge sale of 50% off all their products that will run from Black Friday through Cyber Monday. Finish out this busy time of year knowing you're gonna have healthy and quick meals on the table for your family so you can spend more time doing the things you love, like watching holiday movies with your family. Just go to prepdish.com forward slash shop, shop and enter the code DMA, 5020 at checkout to receive your discount. This is their biggest sale of the year and only lasts from Black Friday to Cyber Monday. Go to prepdish.com forward slash shop, enter the code DMA 5020. That's 5020 to get half off of their time saving meal plans. Okay, thanks for joining us. I'm gonna pray over us real quick that God would just give us wisdom and clarity and discernment on how to handle all the things. Dear Lord, I pray that you would put a special anointing of wisdom and discernment over all these moms and dads and that they would know that you are for them. I pray that you would help them as they craft and form their home traditions that they would not react from fear, but that they would move forward in love, that they would have their eyes fixed on you, and that they would follow your Holy Spirit to know what is best for their family. We thank you and praise you that we get the privilege of celebrating with our children of fostering wonder and joy and awe at the fact that you chose to leave heaven, Jesus, and be with us so that you could save us, so that you would know what it is to live in flesh, and yet that you would live it perfectly so that we would have the grace and the salvation to not (laughs) live apart from God forever, but that we are ushered into your family. We thank you, Jesus, for that sacrifice of being born a baby for us. And the wonder of all of that, I praise you and thank you for all that you do in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope uh, (laughs) y'all, gosh, right? Um, I don't know where you are listening to this or what your emotional state is, but I know I go in and out of hard times and a lot of lies and feeling like I'm not enough uh, to handle all of this. And I pray that God would be your strength where you feel weak. I pray that you would run to him for the grace and mercy only he can give and that he would be your all in all to get you through uh, something you've never done before. Um, Like I said, every week, maybe we just need a reminder, (laughs) every week. um, You've never done this before. Next week, join me here and I am inviting back on Lynn Hoffman. She wrote the 12-step recovery curriculum that we used at our church and we're going to talk about making amends how to do that well and and where to start all right if you guys share this with one person that would be a huge help to that mom and i would love to see you do it i love when i get to see y'all sharing uh, episodes with your friends maybe it's not this one maybe it's another one um, but tag me so i can see you sharing the love and making sure another mom does not mom alone adios I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Don't Mom Alone podcast. If you're wanting to connect with more people and more resources to help remind you that you're not alone, head over to DontMomAlone.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guests. Most importantly, I want you to know the good news, the great news that you're not alone because God has promised to always be with you. With faith in Jesus Christ, the one who died for you and rose again, Jesus said when he left, he was going to leave a helper, a comforter to be with us. God in us, moms, that's superpower. So while you're washing dishes at your kitchen sink, while you're driving to and from work, while you're feeding that baby late into the night, while you're cleaning sticky floors, God promises to be just as present with you as when you're worshiping in a church pew. As it says in Zephaniah 317, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save, He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Now that's good news. Have a great day.